The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to create a life that's intentional and dynamic? Welcome to The Intentional Spirit with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone. Wow, the, the sky just opened up and the thunder and uh, the, the dynamic energy welcoming us today. What a, what a joyful welcome we have there. Um, energetically speaking, I just want to give a shout out. I appreciate all of you. Um, we all align together uh, each and every week to remind ourselves the value of being intentional. The distinction between intentional is the person that does not allow the external circumstances to to stop or to delay uh, one's energy in moving forward. And so uh, we want to really honor this particular space of connection that we have as intentional people. If we wait until we feel like it's the best time or the most perfect time, then we wait. Um, maybe on the other dimension, another time we're able to move forward. But not in this life. This life is about having intentions and living through them and living for them and paving the path. I love it when we have trailblazers on our show. One of the things that has always been um, a bit disturbing for me, um, I think because I'm mostly European, is that we have such suppression uh, in our United States of anything sexual, of anything regarding sexuality. And it shows. It shows by showing up in odd waves and neurosis. So I love having our guest, um, Elsbeth Muth and Freddie Zentel Weaver. They are a beautiful couple. They are dynamic. They're they're great in their messaging and they're changing the world. And they've received a lot of awards. Welcome to our show today, and thank you for being on it. Thank you so much. Great sure. being here. It was so great running into you, literally, into in Chicago again, and and rekindling our relationship. You were on the show before. You were very popular on our show. What you have to share is life altering, and um, it's such a pleasure uh, to have you. We're we're brought up in our culture, so many of us, with such a shame base about our bodies, about the way that we express. And and sexuality and spirituality walk hand in hand. And what we mm-hmm. define about spirituality is what we also define about sexuality. And if you question that, I would invite you 
anyone listening to journal about it and you'll see exactly what I mean. So thank you for being on the show. Why are oh, you so passionate about this topic and why does it matter to you? Oh, yeah. So when we were on the show before, we just had uh, published our book, Sexual Enlightenment. And I really remember that fondly uh, being on your show and grooving with you. <laughs> and we're so delighted to really bring further insight into how we can integrate our spiritual with our sexual being and the other way around. Because ultimately we are earthly and heavenly beings, so it's part of our makeup. And so, yeah, we look forward to sharing more about how we can tap into our sexual life force energy. Um, it is sexual, given that it brought us into this world. And as you already mentioned, Temple, it's like that there's a lot of vilification, suppression, or oppression around that energy, or let's say the expression of this energy. And so we dedicated our life, our work, our life's work to really bringing a, a way of coming to integration, which then allows for wholeness uh, within us. So, darling, do you want to? Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, it's a great opportunity to keep expanding the conversation. Um, yeah, so we've been for the last 17 years teaching uh specific distinctions on how we can work consciously with our sexual energy to imbue a chosen life. We have so much in our life that we have story about and that, you know, seem that things keep happening to us, you know. Um, so working consciously with sexual energy, it's interesting because, again, it's primordial. Without it, we wouldn't be here. The elements of which are creativity, it creates life and pleasure when we're in it. And when we bring consciousness to the sexual, creativity and pleasure start showing up as a default way of listening and being in our life outside of the bedroom. Uh, so we've been bringing that information to people and how they can use, again, what I call the systemic uh, intelligence of sexual energy uh, to tap into, to remind us of what's possible and how we can be more fulfilled and more actualized authentically in our lives. And I know that's a lot said, uh, but again, forever we've been, you know, with sexual energy creating life in the last so hundred or so years, we've been recreating with the development of contraceptives. And so what we're sharing in our book and our workshops uh, is how we can co-create with this sexual intelligent energy. Well, I, I love what the two of you are doing and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a great fan. <clears throat> There's no doubt mm -hmm. about it. And and that being said, because uh, here in the States, this early, this newer uh, country in which we exist, and I, I love living here, um, I feel we have amazing advantages often, um, and we're in the midst of some great lessons that we need to have right now. Um, mm. But that said, um, you know, the older cultures um, I've always resonated more with the way that the Europeans hold sexuality. You know, we're, we have been uh, so trained to disconnect from our sexual beings. And it mm. shows because we're so fascinated with things that no other culture is fascinated by. Body parts mm. and, you know, oh, somebody showed their cleavage. Oh, my gosh. You know, or he was naked. Oh, my gosh. Or, you know, there's such a, a suppressed energy. And, mm -hmm. and one of the things that's that we're, uh, I feel, 
uh, we're doing very similar work in certain ways is that you are taking a stand and saying, look, you were created out of sexual energy. And when you disconnect with that or make it the nasty or the dirty, or you want to disassociate from it, you're dismissing a whole energy base that's uh, available to you. Uh, Often uh, women long-term in in the shamanic world will have deep issues with groundedness, with uh, sacred connection, with uh, the root chakra, the various issues there with the organs and stuff like that. I'm not saying Mm. that's the one size fits all, but it does apply. Um, often, uh, women that disassociate from their female being, uh, have migraine headaches, uh, long-term headache issues. Um, but, but to stick with the point, uh, because that's more your area of expertise, mine is, is the fascination that people want to connect with the other things. There's two things that are crucial for a thriving energetic life, the sexuality and the spirituality. I'm fascinated by people that start out life being disconnected from the spiritual creator that brought them this essence of life, you know. Mm. And so either one of those disconnections uh, is dismissive to our own being, to our own power, to what is possible for us. So Mm. you uh, as a group, as a couple, Tantra Nova, and uh, your website is TantraNova.com, you as a couple... Uh, and me, we are inviting people to realize uh, when you discount the greatest aspect of who you are, you always spend your life climbing uphill. Am I right? Yes. Yes. So it's full of effort. <laughs> yes. Full of effort. Yeah. Full of effort. Yeah. And, and looking so, for a way to fill a void that if the void weren't there, the cup would already be full. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me just further build on this, what you opened up, Temple, which is like we look at the sexual, spiritual, you know, polarity as we look at yin and yang. The thing is that we wouldn't, when we think of that symbol of yin and yang, we wouldn't see the white part of that symbol if the black wasn't there. And the other way around. You know, we wouldn't see the black part if the white wasn't there. So they complement each other. And that is how we look at the sexual, spiritual polarity, which is they are complementing each other. And the beauty of the tantric practice, and Freddie and I, we came to it actually in very different ways. We can share a little bit about that in a moment, um, is that we can tap, we can learn through practices and awareness into that creative life force energy so that we can access and then make use of that energy in a conscious way. Then just, you know, this energy is just like breathing. It is there already. We do not generate it. And it, however, we can become aware of it just as we can become aware of our breath. And then we can do conscious breathing. In the same way, we can learn how to engage with our wonderful sexual life force energy in a conscious way because then I can channel that energy both into my body for pleasure, for joy, for mutual lovemaking. I can channel it into my heart, imbue my heart, my emotional self, 
with that wonderful pleasure energy and not just for having an orgasm. That is not what I'm only talking about. It's really supporting my love center, my love being, like from a grounded, life-giving way. Then, of course, I also can channel it into my third eye, into my consciousness, into my spiritual self, and then use that channel to affect what I'm about in life. So it's it's to be, you know, practiced both by oneself and then, of course, in partnership, we can bring this to our uh, beloved if we have a beloved in our life and then start channeling and circulating this wonderful energy with each other. Now, that gets pretty blissful then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I can hear the bliss in your voice, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, as like everyone will clearly see when you go to Tantra Nova, T-A-N-T-R-A-N-O-V-A dot com, you'll see what I'm talking about. They just glow. Uh, they probably had to adjust the color on the website so that light could be just so you could see them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. The inner glow. And, yes. and, and when, when did the two of you meet and where were well, you? We met... Uh... Almost uh, 18 years ago, uh, I was in software business in San Francisco for many years, and a company hired me and moved me here to Chicago, and I was pretty much tired of of the marketing side of the software business. Uh, When I got here to Chicago, and I was single at the time, I was online looking for Shakti, a female tantra partner, and Elspeth had her profile on a particular site. Uh, I don't even know if it's up anymore, but it was uh, more of a tantra site. It wasn't really a single site and anyway we met uh, and uh, it was like kismet we almost immediately to the day started uh, plotting and creating tantra nova and uh, we've been tending this baby for the last 17 years together books and tapes and travel all over the world working with corporate groups and individuals and couples teaching them these practices of sacred sexuality and how they can learn to drop more deeply into their authentic selves working consciously with sexual energy, because it just leads you right there. It's like Tantra was one of the original yogas of the energetic body, and it's all energy. And if we think of this energy as as a loving energy, when we're in it, whether you're doing our work or not, we're more open, loving, vulnerable, receptive. Chemically, we're changed. Oxytocin's released, endorphin, serotonin. So when we bring the distinctions, when you bring the distinctions that we teach in terms of the belly breath and conscious breathing, which sets us up to be in the witness, the observer of our story, the mind that we live in, that comes from so many places, and then with an awareness of energy in the fourth piece with intention, like I want to create a beloved or a more loving relationship or work that's fulfilling or a place that's inspiring, whatever it might be, we get more deeply rootedly connected to the feeling, the emotion, the total felt sense of what we want to create, and it starts showing up more easily in our life. And that's kind of the magic or the practice uh, of working consciously with sexual energy as a way to create our lives. Um, again, it's, it's, it's new and it's old. Uh, sexual meditation has been around for a long time, but mostly what we know in the West and most of the world is it's, it's um, more of a pornographic or it's, it's a not to be talked about. Or, and really, when you really start getting into the sexual meditation piece, you know, pleasure and creativity show up in a lot of ways. It doesn't always look sexual, but it shows up in the work we do and how we feel about the conversations we're having and so on. So it really enlivens your life to bring consciousness to this energy in so many ways. Yeah, so, you know, we, Freddie and I, we really came to what we are doing now 
in very different pathways. Freddie was introduced to the tantric practice when he was a teenager, and I didn't come to it until I was in my late 40s. Would you just share briefly what, because this is such a remarkable story. Right. Well, yeah, I was introduced to these practices when I was starting into my puberty at 13 years old. I was living in the beautiful islands of Hawaii with my dad, who was at the time a practicing psychiatrist. And I was spending a lot of time in the shower, as you could well imagine, a 13-year-old just getting into his puberty. <laughs> I'm uh, getting that. So I'm getting that, yes. <laughs> you get that, right? And so he gave me a book to read on how to integrate meditation and sex practices, sexual meditation. I loved it. My girlfriend loved it and so on. And I kept practicing and reading through college. I was an athlete on scholarship in college. And after college, I kept reading and do, uh, doing workshops and keeping it in my personal relationships. Um, again, professionally, I taught school for a while with the LA Unified School District. I did music and theater, and I got the software business and did that for a long time. Uh, and what I lost after about 15 years in that business was uh, an inspiration that was gone, and I knew that was what I was always listening for, so something was off. And that's when I took an uh, opportunity uh, from San Francisco with a company here in Chicago. Um, but that was my beginnings. And then when I met Elspeth, we, uh, went, I went through a two-year training program on how to teach this work, and Elspeth and I started our work. Yeah. So unlike Freddie, I did not have a dad who gave me a book on sex consciousness when I was a teenager. <laughs> I wish I would have had a dad like that. However, it was more the opposite, um, you know, as the listeners can probably detect from my accent. I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Germany. And uh, so came to the United States in my late 20s to do postgraduate work in music. And um, so then from there, I started teaching and then here in the States and then went on to get my doctorate uh, in education and from there then into management consulting. And that was in my 40s, and I had gotten really good at the consulting at that time. However, I was miserable at relationship. I had this pattern of attracted, attracting unavailable men. And while that was exciting at times, most of the time I was alone. And I also remember that was like 20 years ago that at times I was so despaired, like, you know, thinking of that I may never experience lasting love in my life before I leave this planet. However, I didn't want to resign myself to that. And so I started to dedicate myself to practice meditation seriously and then to go into the practice of Tantra. And that was so life-shifting for me that healing process that allowed me to actually access myself. And while I didn't come to Tantra to get better orgasms, I already had great orgasms. However, there was something broken in my heart, like the heart was broken. Um, and, and it had to do with that I always lo was looking for love outside. And so through the healing work, and it was actually through the sexual channel that I, in one of the healing rituals that I vividly remembered a time when I was 18 years old, 
first boyfriend, first love, first intercourse. Intercourse was incredibly painful. I had to go to the gynecologist, and the bill went home to my dad, my house. My dad opened it, and all hell broke loose. I felt so alone, so not understood. And, you know, from where I'm sitting now, I can see that it was not available to my dad to sit next to me and say, Elspeth, I love you so much, and how can I support you? I mean, given the way he grew up, I totally can see and feel for him now. But back then, I just felt really, you know, all to myself. And that was the moment, Temple, when I made a decision, which was men are never really there for you when you need them. Now, no wonder given that uh, that was like lurking in the background all the time without me knowing, no wonder that I attracted unavailable men because I kept proving to myself that they are not really there for me when I need them. So there was something, and through that healing work, that could just get released and free myself and in place of it, what arose was deeper trust in myself because often what happens in this kind of situation is that we start blaming ourselves. Like for me, it was like, why did I let this happen? Why didn't I say anything? Why didn't I speak up? You know, all of that. So deeper trust in myself and then deeper trust in men in general. And then six months later, Freddie Sintar came into my life. And I see it totally correlated to my inner shift. We often call it like a recalibration within so that I could realign my sexual, emotional, and spiritual self. And once I was in alignment with myself, the outside, you know, came towards me in terms of Freddie, who was in the same frequency. And so you can imagine that this was just a, mm-hmm. a beautiful time of my life, this opening uh, meeting and uh, seeing, you know, being able to see the man who was and is right uh, for me. And then not only meeting him, but also really both becoming so dedicated to sharing the healing and the opening uh, potential of this practice with the world, and this is how it's like we ended you had up a major you. you had a major resurrection, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I I just want to highlight in the midst of our conversation because I know people are really engaging in what we're talking about that uh, Freddie and Elspeth have been featured on Showtime's documentary series Sexual Healing and the award-winning NBC show Starting Over. Um, they also have been, they've shared their intimacy secrets at a global, the YPO, which is the Young President's Organization Conference in the City of Love, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> and they got nominated as Changemaker at the White House sponsored 2016 United State of Women Summit in Washington, D.C. So um, I applaud you for your teaching your education and also uh, the acknowledgement that comes with it, because with acknowledgement comes credentialing, and it's just the way our society is. So congratulations on all the things that you've you. achieved since we you were on the show. 
You've been busy. Yeah. Yes. And, and still so much, so much work still to be done. I mean, mm-hmm. we look at the state of the world right now that we're living in, and we all can make such a difference in so many ways. And if it's just in the energy that we, you know, manifest in our, in our thoughts, um, you know, to be the change that we want in the world is the opportunity. Uh, and we're reminded every day that we can make a difference because there's so much suffering in the world. And if you think of the sexual energy as it's the love energy, there's an intelligence uh, if we could be in that energy, we could teach what we do to nuns and to priests. And if they were vowed to celibacy, it's not about having sex. It's about being the energy of that love, of that resonance, of that presence, of mm-hmm. that connection. And that's what starts to happen for people. It really does become a path once we start. Once you start down the the, the path of, of uh, sexual meditation, it really becomes um, bigger than just you know fun in the bedroom, and that it gets enhanced as well. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, and um, you know, I I think that we are at um, we're we're at a time that we are mindful of what we claim about our world, because our our words have power. And there's mm-hmm. always been suffering in the world. It's just now we happen to know about it. And the unfortunate part is that we're we're being shown ninety percent, which really doesn't reflect our world. You mm-hmm. know. Um, our, our world is reflective of um, the, so many things that we don't see and mm. the good stories. You know, we, mm-hmm. we used to be so fortunate. Somebody was saying last night that we listened to Walter Conkrite, um, Cronkite, mm-hmm. and he, you know, <laughs> he was the one that kind of gave us opinion of what was going on in the world. And now it's right, like right. one upping and, you know, well, you think that's bad. Well, let me tell you how bad that is. Or, you know, what can I do to fuel you, to get you into fear and get you into all that? That's why uh, talking to you today is such a pleasantry and mm-hmm. to have conversation about things we can do something about. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we come back there. What do we have control over? What do we not have control over? And what gives us power and power with oneself is that self-reliant spirit that really understands our design, our sexuality and our spirituality as our, our mm-hmm. innate uh, creative gift uh, yeah. that both of this are given to us. As you are enjoying this conversation, those of you that are listening in with intentional spirits, we appreciate, I appreciate you sharing this show, letting people know about it. Also go to firstunity.org. Uh, to find out more about our organization, uh, we live stream. We have listeners all over the world, as well as go to templehaze.com and uh, travel with me. There's all kinds of opportunities to connect with me as the host of the show. It's just a pleasure to have our beloved Elsbeth and and her uh, famous Freddie. <laughs> uh, these wonderful... Uh, love mates and we are going to take a short break and we'll be right back with you Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. 
When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. God is extravagant supply. Get that, extravagant. God is extravagant supply. He brings forth the best robe. He spreads a banquet table, as we saw last night, with good things on which we may feast. He overflows our cup. He opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing. And then this is what that Unity Correspondence Course said. Why are you satisfied with such meager living when you may have so much? To find out more about Unity teachings, visit unity.org. Would you like to show your support for Unity Online Radio? You can donate easily on your phone by texting the word VOICE to 50555 and donate $10 to support Unity Online Radio. It's easy to do, and your offering will help us keep inspirational and positive programming on the air. Remember, just text the word VOICE to 50555 and support your favorite shows on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Follow Unity Online Radio on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with all your favorite shows. Become a fan by clicking the like button. You can join in with a Facebook Live event or just like and share our post. Be the first to find out about any big special guests that might be appearing on the air or any events at Unity Village. We want to hear from you. Make sure you leave any questions or comments about Unity programming. Thanks for listening. Stretch your mind and open your heart every Thursday at 10 a.m. Central with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien and the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way. Gain insights into spiritual principles that touch upon the most practical aspects of our lives, like work, relationships, health, and diet. Discover time-tested practices from the ancient system of Kriya Yoga, a philosophy for living a more fulfilled life in today's hectic world. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to The Intentional Spirit with Reverend Temple Hayes. And if you're listening to us live, we it just makes our day when you call in and you have a question or you want to engage or you want to interact with us. As uh, stated earlier in the commercial, it's 816-251-3555. Mm-hmm. That's a bunch of fives. All right. So, wow, uh, what a great conversation that we're having today as we're talking with Elsbeth and Freddie. And you can go to their website, uh, tantranova.com, T-A-N-T-R-A, 
N-O-V-A. And one of the things I want to highlight, because, uh, you know, we live in a culture where, oh, uh, that's not new because it didn't happen last week. And there's no truth to that. We're still quoting people, um, you know, from the beginning of time, Plato and Socrates. We're still learning every day from the path of Martin Luther King, uh, Gandhi, uh, Mother St. Teresa, um, so things do not age. They just, they settle and they, be, they deepen within us. So, uh, their book is about four years old, but it's still a, a new book. And having been an author, I know what goes into writing one of these books. So I don't mm-hmm. like it to call my book old either. Our books came out about the same time. So mm-hmm. go to tantranova.com and get the book, Sexual Enlightenment. If you prefer video, they have it. If you prefer audio, they have that. So they're a one-stop shop, but this is great information to have. It's life altering. It will put energy back into your body. It will lessen some of the physical ailments that you have and challenges. It really makes a difference being that free flowing catalyst of an energetic presence. And we love the fact that we have various tools in our, in our toolbox. I understand, uh, Elspeth, that we're going to do a free giveaway on the Facebook page, right? Exactly. Yeah, we definitely want each of you to leave this uh, conversation today with something tangible in your hand so you can bring this into your life. Freddie in a moment is going to do one of the practices that will also be on the DVD to give you a little taste. And then there's more to come. It's a download. So just going to Temple Hayes fan page and there you will find the free gift. Absolutely. And this, uh, this offer is timeless. So, uh, this is August the 22nd. So we will be posting it later, if not today, tomorrow, that it will be a giveaway that you can, um, delve into the work that Elspeth and Freddie are doing. Beautiful. Mm. All right. Okay. So Freddie, I, okay, I think we're great. making way for you in our lives, you oh, beautiful, right, yeah. <laughs> energetic, wonderful man you are. Oh, yeah. This is a great energy being here with you all, with you and Elspeth. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this first this meditation that I want to share, and many people say, oh, I can't meditate because my mind is too busy. And the mind is always going to be busy, always will be busy. And the story making and the interpretations and all the meaning will never stop. We can learn to watch it, though, to just be a witness to it. And this is the first step to developing that witness state of mind that we talk about. So this is called parasympathetic breathing or belly breath breathing or Buddha belly breathing. Uh, It's where we bring consciously the breath down into the diaphragm and extend into the belly like a big balloon on the inhalation. So if you put a hand on your belly, sit up comfortably as is for you, uncross your legs, and just watch your breath coming into your nose. This is breathing through the nose, down your trachea, lungs, and extending into your diaphragm and the belly extending into the hand on your inhalation. Really fill the belly up like a big balloon, really exaggerate it. And as you exhale, feel the belly flatten towards the spine, the base of the spine, breathing through the nose. And as you continue to breathe like this, for most people, we can do it for about three breaths before our mind takes over with a story, interpretation, or some kind of 
chatter or something going on. As that happens, just acknowledge it, let it be, and bring your focus back to the breath. In this practice, as you continue to do it over time, we have longer periods of moments where we are just with the breath and watching the thoughts. And then that becomes very available to us, particularly like in traffic when we start to get in the spin and the total felt sense is there, we go into the belly breath, and now we've stepped and given ourselves a little bit of pause from that upset. So let's do the breath now. Again, just watching your breath coming into your nose, trachea, lungs extending down into your diaphragm and belly like a big balloon on your inhalation. Following with your awareness, your breath back up and out through your nose in your own pace, depth, and rhythm. Letting your thoughts come, letting your thoughts go. Again, following the breath into your nose, down your trachea, lungs extending into your diaphragm and belly like a big balloon on your inhalation. Really feel the extension. Following now with your awareness, your breath back up and out through your nose in your own pace, depth and rhythm. Stay with that breathing. Remember, you are your own witness to any thoughts, conversations, interpretations, or meaning. For now, you're just breathing and being and watching. Following the breath into your nose, down your trachea, lungs extending into your diaphragm and belly like a big balloon on your inhalation. Following with your awareness, your breath back up and out through your nose in your own pace, depth, and rhythm. Letting your thoughts come, letting your thoughts go. Just a few more breaths now. Stay with it. Rise of your belly on your inhalation. Flattening of your belly on your exhalation. Letting your thoughts come, letting your thoughts go. Following your breath into your nose, down your trachea, lungs, Extending into your diaphragm and belly like a big balloon on your inhalation. Following the breath back up and out through your nose in your own pace, depth, and rhythm. Beautiful. Slowly bringing your awareness back into the space. And while you're coming back, breathing in and breathing out with your eyes closed, Notice how you're feeling right now. Notice how your body is feeling. Notice any sensations or the absence of sensations. And notice your emotional state. Just notice. Beautiful. Temple, would you be open to share a little bit how you're feeling right now? I would say more, I feel a greater opening in my heart. I have a bit of tingling going on Mm. in my hands and in my feet. You know the song, I feel it in my fingers. 
Feel it in my toe. Anyway, you get the feeling. You get the thought. <laughs> I'm like tingling. I, I feel more uh, sense of vibrancy coming through me, which says a lot because I'm usually like that all the time anyway, or most of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. Beautiful. So, so we can really see just through this brief practice that allows us to come to stillness within uh, that we actually connect with that flow of life force, like the tinkling is a sensation that is an expression or uh, an indicator of that there is a more awareness of that aliveness that is within you all the time, within Freddie, within everyone who is listening, mm-hmm. um, and to become aware. So this is like an inkling uh, of you know connecting with our body. And then, of course, later in more developed or advanced stages, we can bring this in an aware, intentional way to our pleasure energy, our sexual energy. So there are three uh, what we call foundational practices. Without them, we cannot actually access our sexual alive self consciously. The emphasis on conscious because on our animal level, we, we all have access to it. Uh, and we look at it more like it has us versus we having it. Just like with anger, um, it's a human emotion just as sexual energy is a human capacity, a human state of being. So that is already built within us. Then how would it be to actually not only become aware of it, but then also starting to affect it, you know, so that I can affect my sexual experience both in my body and beyond with another. So the first um, foundational practice is the belly breath, and this is a practice we start out with in every workshop, in every session, so that we come to ourselves. There's something about the parasympathetic uh, breath that is activated when we breathe into the belly and like when we breathe into the lungs, which most of us do because that is what we are wired for. However, when we breathe mostly in the lungs, like not lungs, of course, we always breathe even when we do the belly breath. What I mean, when it's more in the chest, then we activate the sympathetic nervous system. And that can make us actually more anxious. You know, when I get like, no, I don't want this, I raise my hands, just like, no, stop this. My energy is all up in my chest and my upper torso, and it makes me actually more tense. Instead of when I breathe down into the belly, extend the belly like a big balloon, that is the moment when the parasympathetic nervous system is activated that then activates the feel-good hormones like endorphin, serotonin, melatonin, and so forth. And it really puts us into a state of ease. And in that state of ease, when when the shadow mind is slowed down, we can actually become more aware of ourselves, of our feelings. And so in that place of stillness, that is the place where intimacy arises. I cannot connect intimately with Freddie when I'm angry. 
I mean, it's actually the last thing I want to do because I'm so, you know, self-righteous and he's wrong. I'm definitely right and there's this separation, this distance. However, when I breathe into my belly and connect with myself, connect with my intimate self, I'm not just talking about sexual intimacy, talking about emotional intimacy, being connected with myself. From that place, it's easy for me then to have an open heart, just as you shared about it, Temple, out of this uh, short practice we did a moment ago. The heart opens, my whole belly opens, and I'm present, available, and just the opposite of separation, I am connected. I don't even have to do it, you know, on purpose. I'm just connected. Mm. So, and then what Frey said earlier, what opens up as well is that what we call the witness state of mind, I can be watching how I feel. I can be present to what I feel. It is never about suppressing what we feel. It is about watching and noticing because once I can do that, I can choose if I want to continue to feel angry, if I want to continue to feel sad, if I want to continue to feel self-righteous, or, you know, if I want to open my heart and share my sadness in an authentic way without blame. Yeah, it's not it's not that we don't we stop feeling or that we're not supposed to feel anger, sadness or disappointment or whatever it might be. It's that we are our animals, we feel that and then typically it's gone. But what we do as thinking aware of our own existence animals, we spin it. We keep retelling the story and then we get the total felt sense of the story, the anger, the sadness, the upset. So in learning how to be in the witness, we can shorten that time of, of, of disconnect and we can come back to ourselves and ground ourselves more easily. So continue to practice the belly breath. It's a great, great uh, meditation that you can do all the time, off and on throughout your day. Yeah, and Freddie leads this meditation on the DVD download, Creating Intimacy and Love. So, so please, you know, take advantage of this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so the third uh, foundational practice is the awareness of energy. So there's something very curious in our culture, which is that while we may have learned about nuclear energy or electrical energy or thermal energy in high school or college, none of us had a subject matter around human energy. It's totally absent. However, our human energy, life force energy, is the most powerful energy there is because it brings forth life, mm. you know. So nuclear energy cannot bring forth life. I'm not saying that it's not powerful, uh, both uh, in terms of generating energy and also producing destruction, or we use it for destructive matters. Life force energy brings forth life. And so we want to become aware of that energy, how it shows up in our body, how it shows up in our emotions, and how it shows up in our mental and spiritual being, given that this is all frequency. So do you want me to keep going? I want you to keep going. 
<laughs> I just want to be considerate here. <clears throat> so then, how can we actually sense energy in <clears throat> our being? And we, you know, there are three indicators uh, we share that are helpful to actually touch into our bo body and being to notice, you know, what, where do I feel frequency? So the first indicator is like in our physical body where we call that frequency sensation. So when I feel hot or cold, very different frequencies. Of course, when I feel hot, the capillaries have expanded. You know, I may be sweating. On the other hand, when I feel cold, capillaries have constricted and there's a tightness. So we call that a sensation or, a, you know, not in the stomach, that's a sensation. The second indicator is what emotion I feel. You know, it is said that love vibrates at the level of 500 hertz, while hate vibrates at a level of 100 hertz. Now, knowing this fact, like it can be measured, you know, with electrodes, Knowing that doesn't really shift anything in terms of my experience of life. But we often like to say that because we are so headed people here in the West that when we understand it may open up a little further to, hmm, what's this, you know, what does this whole energy business, given that we cannot see it or mostly not hear it, but this energy is there. So... We want to tune with, you know, where these emotions actually may show up, like the love energy in the center of the chest, the uh, power also on the other side of that is the anger energy in the third chakra or the, the solar plexus, the intuitive energy that you know, allows us to connect with our spiritual self in the third eye center and so forth. So we want to become more aware of our various emotions so that we can have our emotions versus they just are having us because then we are really a victim to it, mm. to them. Yeah. And the third indicator uh, is our thoughts. You know, if I have an outlook of... I don't know how to, you know, bring a beloved into my life, but I'm going to go for it. Whatever I need to do, I will do. Or have an attitude of, you know, I just would love to have a beloved in my life, but I don't know how to get this done. And, you know, it hasn't worked in the past. Why would I be able to do it in the future? So these are stories and thoughts, conversations, interpretations we hold that hold a certain frequency and of course the spiritual and the emotional and the physical they are flow in an integrated way so when I have a thought of not being good enough I cannot do it of course it affects my emotional being you know I may be sad or I may be angry or I may be resigned or resentful um, and that then manifests in the body as well. So, so these are all the found. That's the foundational work. 
towards the end of opening the channel within us. So if we consider that life force energy emanates from the base of the spine all the way up the torso to the top of the head and then back down again and the energy moves in a serpentine way like a DNA shape, it does this all on its own. Just like our blood flows, our energy flows. And so that is what we want to open up. Because like in my case, when I used to have this constricted heart looking for love outside, totally missing that I was love already, that was a constriction within me, in my body, in my heart, in my psyche, in my emotion. So by opening the channel from the base of the spine all the way through my torso, through my heart center, through, you know, up to my crown and back down again. And of course, in that process, sometimes old memories come up that we want to clear out so we don't have to hang on to them either consciously or unconsciously. And that is where we then also bring uh, the aroused sexual energy, that we learn to breathe up the aroused sexual energy through the channel. And I can guide it anywhere. So when my heart may be sad, I can channel it into my heart so my heart feels imbued and supported. I want to add to this, too, to kind of expand on the practice of working consciously with our sexual energy. Um, so bringing all these distinctions together in, say, a sexual meditation, thinking of sexual energy as um, in that intimate vulnerability with these distinctions, we are more intimately connected to what we don't see about around the story that's there for us that oftentimes is what we set as an intention to clear in our, say, meditation practice. There are it's uh, there's a total felt sense of that story, and we are it's not often apparent to us. But in this intimate vulnerability of working consciously in the sexual energy, we're more uh, exposed, if you will, to what's there, and that allows a clearing, and it really does uh, really set a new uh, demarker for creating forward from there. Uh, it's amazing what's happened in my life over the years of doing these practices and what happens for people who come through our workshops in terms of uh, they do like an intake, what they want to get, what they ideally would like to get out of the workshop. And subsequently, more often than not, the things that they set out as an intention to create in their life out of the workshop start to show up because what happens is we start to get out of our own way. Yeah, we can go on and on. <laughs> And and we're so glad that you're willing to go on and on with it. That's that's the whole point. We've been talking for this last hour here on Unity Online to two amazing people, Elsbeth and Freddie. Go to their website, tantranova.com, to find out more. Um, I also have already posted on Facebook, on the uh, Facebook fan page of mine, Temple Hayes, for you to get their free gift. This Do not pass on this offer. It's an amazing gift, and you will greatly benefit from learning more about enlightened uh, sexuality, which leads us to a greater level of enlightened um, spirituality. It all mm-hmm. walks hand in hand. I, I think it's so fun how 
how uh, the three of us have shown up in this world a little bit different um, <laughs> to teach people about the greater sense of love. <laughs> mm. You know, my mm. package hasn't come easy either. <laughs> mm. 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 <laughs> you know, having fully come out of the closet um, mm-hmm. from such yeah. a traditional uh, back way of thinking. And mm. so I want to thank both of you for your bravery and your courage and mm. leave us with a with a final thought of blessing our audience today. Yeah. Yeah. First, I want to thank you for just opening a space. Really, I feel like it's vibrating out already, and it is the space you, you know, have created here with us. I feel like you created the womb for us to really just Vesuviously share mm-hmm. the beauty of the sexual, spiritual axis and spiral. And for me, yet, I just want to say, pick up that. Uh, Download because it just will take you to another level, and I've, I'm just saying goodbye from my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello and, and say, goodbye from our hearts. Uh, yes, hello and goodbye. Let me just add as well on, on our parting uh, for all of us to keep watching our thoughts. Uh, thoughts are so powerful, and keep uh, speaking what it is you want to create. Keep speaking it into the world, and let's make it a better place. God bless ah, better place. God bless you on this amazing journey we call life. Thank you for being on our show. Until next time, or in Chicago, we will meet again. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.